There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis. You're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome to the Munganass St. Louis Hacker and Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, The Plowhawk, Kenneth Iggy Strode, Action Jackson with you. On the radio program, come on in, friends. The water is warm. EDF Group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Call in, 636-9004-TMA, or email in, 4-Hour Design Air Heating and Cooling. Email today, the morning after, at insidestl.com. And, Doug, the Cardinals are coming. Tra-la, tra-la. How do you do? Only 11 out now. Here they come. After the win last evening. Nine in the wild card chase. Woot. So it's not over yet. We can just get hot. We can finish in fourth place in this baby. Please don't do that. If we can just get hot, we can finish in fourth place in this baby. <laughs> woot, woot, woot. Tried to give it away, didn't he? Woot, woot, woot. Yeah. Woot, 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 woot. Well, now we're worried about things like can Wainwright get to 200 wins? And he almost had 199 last night. But nope. Nope. The pin blew it. Why do you hate Chris Stratton? I don't hate Chris Stratton. I would just like to see Wainwright get his 200. Be a good time to trade Tyler O'Neill now. Uh, well, yeah. I think you'll probably get your wish. I think so. Get a lot for him. I would imagine it'll all happen like the last day. Wouldn't you think they've been on the phone for a week or more now, talking to every team, finding uh, out? Doug, a week from today, 5 p.m. Yeah. Central. How do you do? I'm, I'm fine, thanks. And I'm sure they've got... Every team's offer for every player they put out there, and they'll just wait till the last day to see uh, if the but offer But the improves. last minute is when that offer crystallizes. You like that yep. term? I like that term. I don't mind it. But don't you run the um, possibility that other teams make moves before them, and then, oh, we don't need an outfielder anymore, we got one. Oh, we don't need this anymore, we got one. Yeah, Not there's a... anybody on this team other than Arenado and uh, Contreras and Goldschmidt that would start for another team. It's a it's a poker game to be sure. I guess DeYoung could be somebody a team would look for to maybe come off the bench or DH a little bit. He's got some pop. Yeah, I think Walker would start for some teams. I don't, I don't think they'll trade him, but no. Other than that, maybe Edmund for defensive purposes, steal a base. But other than that, who on this team that would you trade that would play for another contender? I I'd, I'd still consider trading Goldschmidt, but again. Probably he homered last night again. Like two run shot to start the festivities. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to Phoenix, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
And just if you're looking for value, I don't. I think there's a probably one percent chance that happens, but. Yeah. You'd need a real haul in return that, for him. And that's kind of what you need for this team in terms of if you are looking for 2024, isn't that kind of what Mosellock said, looking for 2024 and 2025? I, I think a trading a guy like that, you could probably achieve it. I guess, but if, it, if it's just 2024, you'd want him. You're not going to get anybody better than him. Tim, what do you think the odds that uh, somebody wants Contreras? Um, wants him? I don't know if they would necessarily say, "Hey, we're interested in Wilson Contreras." In I mean, I think the Cardinals but... would love to get rid of him, but sure, of course. But I don't know why anybody would want to. Nobody else wanted to pay him what he got, <laughs> so the Cardinals were kind enough to do that for him. And Doug, what a wonderful gesture it was! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ben Fredrickson <laughs> wrote a column this morning regarding. Let's see what the title of the column. Although I know Ben doesn't necessarily write the headlines. Uh, who writes the headlines in newspapers, Doug? Copy editors? Is that who gets the gig? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. The, the authors don't write it. Yeah. Trade rumors around Wilson Contreras underscore Cardinals catching conundrum. And then he has the quote from John Mazalak last week, which you thought was a big endorsement of Wilson Contreras. What? I think we will table that until the offseason regarding Contreras' role as primary <laughs> I don't know that that's an endorsement. Obviously, when we look back on it in the short-term view... There are some things that need to change. Short view, it's kind of nice what we're seeing out of Herrera right now, but ultimately, when we start thinking about 2024, some of those things will have to be more addressed in the offseason. They just sent Herrera to the minors. That's right, that's right. Um, of course. So I would imagine <laughs> that if that is going to happen, the Cardinals would... I, John Denton said on Balloon Party that they were talking about it in the press box last week, and they thought that the Cardinals would have to eat $40 million of it. I don't see Bill DeWitt saying, here's $40 million of dead money. What I could see them doing, if that were to actually come to fruition, uh, which I think would be one of the best moves they could make, would be to attach a prospect to it and say, hey, you get Contreras, but you also get XYZ prospect. That would be in addition to having to eat some of the salary. Because the equivalent of that would be once you free that money up, then you could uh, utilize that to tend to your pitching situation. You see what I'm saying? So you're kind of... Going through the back door, the dirt star, oh. the birthday hole. Nah, that's not how they talk about it. <laughs> didn't they just didn't they just say last week that we'll find a place for Kisner? But right now, Herrera's. Doug, did you see them say we'll find a place for Kisner? There was a I quote. Thought where... they said they'd work them all in. Can we find a home for about four of these other random dudes? Can we just? Taylor Motter need to not be there. Can we just try Taylor O'Neal? Motter with a beautiful base knock last night to drive yeah. in a run. It looks like he might be your starting. I don't know that he's going <laughs> to start anywhere. I think Kisner is an ideal backup catcher. They seem to love him. I mean, he's pretty good defensively. That's what you want. Start maybe once a week, maybe two times every two weeks. I don't I don't know. But, but they if you deal to, they knocked him down to three. What? They knocked him down to the third catcher. <laughs> I gotta find this. I'll quote. be a star soon. Now he's back to I think John Denton. John Denton. It was a quote from Schilt, where he said Herrera. <laughs> not Schilt. I'm a star at heart. Schilt is opining. I gotta go on a Springfield station. I'm gonna talk about Schilt. Um, <laughs> what in the world are you talking? About? You're you're gonna leave our station to go to a Springfield station? Oh, at eight o'clock. I gotta do a call in. Um, what do you mean you have but, to do a call in? Yeah. You're busy. I. I Promote our station down in Springfield. Well, I don't need to be promoted Springfield in Springfield. Turning, they'll be turning us on when I get off there. Um, Marmol said that nice Herrera is going to get more playing time and that we'll find 
a spot for for Kisner, which telling you Kisner was number three. Yeah. And then a week later, less than a week later, her hair is down. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand this. We have too many players that want to play that we think can play that we can't play all of them. Just trade them already. Well, it would lead me to believe that Contreras is going to catch probably up until the trade deadline anyway, wouldn't you think? I don't even care. Get this season over. Or maybe the t- <laughs> maybe the right. To- like, isn't is nobody there with me? Just like, I let's couldn't. Get I to the- be honest with you. The next week is one of the most important seven day stretches in Cardinal baseball, uh, recent Cardinal baseball history. I think. Outside of the trade deadline, I'm ready for it just to be the off season. I think I'm done watching four game wins. Well, what would you watch four- then? Or you I don't, don't watch, watch the Cardinals it all anyway, year, bro. Gossip Girl. What do you even watch it? On season four, of Gossip Girl. Man. Gossip Girl. Shock and Blair might get back together. He just got shot. He's in Prague. Taylor Momsen's old show. Yeah. 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 She's the Queen Bee constant right now. Well, I still watch. I just can't. It's habit, I guess. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Every time the Cardinals are on, I can't help but watch. Not the whole thing, but some of it at least. And I wanted to see what Wainwright did last night, Doug, and uh, he was pretty effective. Five he eights. was, yeah. I'm sure the time off helped him. But it's sure the best t- he's felt all year. I bet time off like that would help virtually every starting pitcher. If you had enough pitchers to fill the gaps and you could give your starters, you know, 10 days off in the middle of every season, I'm sure it would be very beneficial. The problem, of course, is those games where they wouldn't be there, what do you have to fill in? Didn't they do that with Strasburg? Oh, uh, he, Back in the yeah, day, he, he sat would... out like the last third of a season, so he didn't reach a certain but, um, I, I... pitch count or innings count or whatever he was on. Yeah. But I'm sure if you've got a 42-year-old arm like Wainwright, what is he, 42 or 3 or 41, I don't know, and you get a, almost two weeks off, I'm sure that's very beneficial to him. Well, there's so many great arms we have. We can we can do that with pitchers because we have so many great pitchers to bring in. Yeah, well, that's be the problem with most teams is you would fear you're going to lose all the games that your starter in there. Doug, with the club, how would you do your playoff rotation? Uh, Montgomery won. Mm-hmm. Flaherty? Probably Flaherty, the way he's pitching. And then Mike Michael's three, that would be the rotation. That's hot. I don't know how you're going to look Steven Matz in the eye and tell him, sorry, you're not in the rotation. Doug, do you think of this time next Wednesday, which will be the day after the trade deadline, August 2nd, Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery will be members of other teams? I think, I think probably so. I would, I would agree with you. On I think that. they will be. I don't know why you'd hang on to them necessarily. Unless you can lock up one of them in between now and Oh, yeah, then. if but you I, sign one of them. But I don't know if that's necessarily the road they will go. If you were either of those guys, would you want to sign right now? I no, you're you two would. months away from having, I would guess, somewhere in the range of five to ten teams bidding for your services, driving up your price, and getting long-term stability. And potentially you would like to live in a different part of the country. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why either guy would sign, and I don't know why the Cardinals wouldn't trade him. The only reason Flaherty might, and I don't think he wants to be here, but just playing devil's advocate, uh, with the shoulder he's had, and the Cardinals offer him a deal that will set him up for life, I'll take it. What if I go in the offseason and t- people are worried about my shoulder and I don't get what I want? The Cardinals going to give it to me? Okay, fine. Well, I, I suppose if he can prove over the last two full months of the season that he's healthy, that would be good enough for teams, I would think. 
The problem is if he... We don't know. Well, then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. Can I say that again? I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I want him around for another five years for those kind of conversations. That's all I want. I guess his his concern would be to get hurt before this year is over. So, you know, if you're ever going to re-sign with the Cardinals, if he has concern, gosh, I'm going to get hurt next week, then maybe he signs with the Cardinals. But unless that's his concern, I don't think that he would or even entertain it. I'm excited yeah. to see the trades. There doesn't, there doesn't seem to be any reason for the Cardinals not to trade either one unless they think they're so great at drafting that this I, draft I, pick they'll get for losing both of them will be better than anything they I can agree, possibly I trade I agree with for. you 100%. The only reason why I asked the question is when I heard Derek Gould on with uh, Jason Stark last week, he said he thought one of the two would be traded. And so I'm like, okay. And I don't know if he was thinking that they may lock one of them up and therefore not trade them or... Or what? Because, like you said, I don't know why you would not no. trade as many people as you possibly could. I really think, again, though, when it comes to Goldschmidt, uh, when it comes to Arnado, when it comes to Contreras, all have no trade clauses. So it's not just the Cardinals would like to trade them. I mean, the, they could say we're not going anywhere, and that wraps that up. But when it comes to Flaherty and Montgomery, I have no idea why you wouldn't trade them at this point. Yeah. And therefore, if I had to wager, I would think both will be traded, but that's why I was curious what your opinion was. No, yeah, I would think they would be. I would think they would be. And hopefully for for young, already in the majors, or right there on the doorstep, starting pitchers. Let's stop burying the lead here. Are we not going to talk about the hottest thing on Instagram, cooking with KG? That's from Cleavy Wade. Doug, what is cooking with KG? KG Hotel is doing... He started a little cooking show, did he? Uh, he's on episode three. He's done a couple. I don't know if he got yeah. like a full cooking show. He just takes, I think, suggestions from like people that What's uh, he send a message in. I don't know. I don't know. I think he made like a, a steak one day. And a, oh. Yeah. And he, KG No Town is not here today, correct? He is not. I don't okay. believe he is. I Has texted he done him on a... Sunday and told him I was ill and there was a good chance I wouldn't be in on Munsbin, and he said he would be in. I assume he was in yesterday. He was. God bless. And he did a cooking show? Is he doing any table-side Caesar salads? Yesterday uh, was Shrimp de Young. Shrimp de Young. Paul de Young. Dijon. Dijon mustard. He made some shrimp. Iggy, how's that go over with you? Why would I care? Oh, you're crestfallen. <laughs> you're crestfallen. I don't follow him on Instagram, so I don't know what he's doing. Oh. The shrimp de young is probably a good term because it probably internal temperature is about 165, and that's Paul DeYoung's batting average. Oh, for heaven's <clears> sakes. <throat> so you would think, though, dishes kind of go hand in hand. Mm. You like that one, Doug? I pulled that one out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could. <laughs> if you couldn't notice, it did not probably go well. He's a little higher than that, isn't he? Probably now. Yeah. But that's the internal temperature, probably, of, of the meat that you want, at least 165. Yeah, I would say that. We took pork chops last night with some Andrea's, of course, and it oh. was fantastic. But that was 145. You stick a meat thermometer in every time you oh, We got the meat thermometer. You, have, you almost have to. I never do. You almost have to to get it perfect. I don't trust it. Oh, I, trust I don't it know if I, if I stick it in too far. Clip that off. Talking about the meat thermometer. You go sideways. You stick it right by the uh, bone, yeah. close to the bone as possible. Yep. Yeah, correct. Why by the bone? 
Do what? Why? Why by the bone? I don't know. That's... The thickest part will also work. Thank Find you, Jackson. The thickest part of the meat. Mm. See, I don't shaft. need to do that. I can tell just by touching it what it is. You touch it? You put your finger Jackson, down all the drops are right here for you within like three minutes. Touching it. Great as that. It's just no, wonderful. Makes use... things easy for fries, but... I can issue a fork, <laughs> except for chicken. Chicken, I always overcook, so I'm afraid to undercook it. Yeah, yeah me too. I understand, I understand yeah. that I haven't been able to master the chicken breast on yeah. my uh, Weber kettle, Doug, but I have been able to tell the audience that we have a new sponsor and a great sponsor here on TMA. Uh, Jackson, I don't know if uh, you announced them on uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. Circa Sportsbook. I went out to Circa Sportsbook when I was in Las Vegas in May. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and uh, what a place, my God. And they have these two different contests, contests, $1,000 uh, survivor pool, and if you uh, survive all season long, get a million dollars, and then $1,000, you're picking five teams against the spread each week. A friend of mine, the Wizard, actually, did that, and the winner was like 67% against the spread or something like that. Can you imagine going 67% against the spread in the NFL? I mean, that is... Absurd. Uh, Jackson, tell the people about our new sponsor here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. She's a big boy, Circa Sportsbook. Yeah, Circa Sportsbook. Two major contests with a combined $14 million in guaranteed oh, prizes. $14 million. There is no rake, so if entries go above that guarantee, all extra money will go to the prize pool. The entries opened on May 25th. They close on September 9th at 2 p.m. you got to register in person at Circa Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Uh, also in Henderson and Sparks and Reno. Weekly picks can be made through a proxy that you register with from anywhere. So $6 million in guaranteed prizes for the Circa Millions. That's $1,000 per entry with a maximum of five entries, as Tim said. You pick five teams against the spread. Winner takes home one million dollars there's also quarterly and season-long prizes there's also the circa survivor eight million guaranteed to the winner or winners one thousand per entry maximum 10 entries per person you pick one team straight up every week to win if the team loses or ties the entry is eliminated you can pick only one team you can pick each team once in the season go 20 and 0 or be the last person standing and you can win up to eight million dollars Wow, wow, wow. All available at Circa Sportsbook. There it is, Circa Sportsbook. New sponsor here on TMA in downtown Las Vegas. Both Ted Drew's locations are open, Chippewa and South Ground. Make Ted, South Ground, make Ted Drew's part of your summer tradition and visit often for delicious frozen custard. The Ted Drew's location on South Ground, which opened in 1931, is the oldest frozen custard standstill in operation today. Ted Drew's frozen custard is incredibly delicious due to its rich and creamy texture, perfected recipe, premium ingredients, and the passion for creating an unforgetting frozen custard experience. So many flavors to choose from. Enjoy a specialty concrete or create your own favorite by mixing any of the 30 flavors available at Ted Drew's. Ted Drew's frozen custard, fresh, fast, and fun. Ted Drew's. With City Red this year, Ted's delicious vanilla custard blended with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad's scotch oatmeal cookies uh, served as a concrete or as a Sunday cardinal sin, lemon crumb. Uh, all available, 94 years and four generations of family serving St. Louisans, that famous frozen custard. Ted Drew's frozen custard, it really is good, guys. And, and gals. gals. We are in the Munganast St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Munganast online at stlouisacura.com. 
and altontoyota.com. 314-252-0029 is how you can text or call the Muckety Mucks at Munganess St. Louis Acura if you're in the market for a new car or a pre-owned vehicle. It's Munganess St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And even if you didn't get your car from Munganess, get your car serviced at Munganess. StLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com, the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, presenting sponsor of Balloon Party, Taylor Twelman joining us today on Balloon Party. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota online at StLouisAcura.com or AltonToyota.com. For new cars, for pre-owned cars, or to get your car serviced, even if you didn't get it from Munganess, go to Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, 314 That's the secret number for our listeners to call or to text. Uh, I'm with Plowboy. The Cardinals are a pile of dog crap on fire in a landfill that is filled with Barbie movie costumes and props. You never heard about Walt worried about his upcoming free agency. Did Bacchus cry about his contract ever getting his face matched on the boards by Seabrook? I don't think so. Trade the entire team and sign men, not a bunch of coddled babies. Oh. That's the worst in Woods Wacko, and he's loaded for bear this morning. That's a take. I love that take. These guys aren't babies. They don't even play for the money here. <laughs> I can't believe Arenado giving the fans $30 million a year. <laughs> well, he is one guy that could have had more money had he left. A lot more, I think. A yeah. hundred million more. <laughs> Possibly. But now the guy they went out and signed when he decided not to opt out is mm-hmm. on the trade block. So it's right. starting to work out. Well, it hadn't worked out very well at all. But And I couldn't imagine, like, Aaron Otto, like, brushing his teeth at night. Just, you know, that's the one time he had to, like, really contemplate decision-making, you know, that he did the last offseason. I wonder what he thinks. Oh, he's got more money than 100 three generations of Arenados will, will could spend. Could be a nicer guy. Like, yeah. I, I get he probably does not care at all. But it is something to think about. Doug, is that hat in hand? Is that correct? Is that the phrasing, hat in yeah. hand? Okay, this text says hat in hat here. No. Plowboy admits he hasn't watched a Cardinal game in three years and yet continually bashes baseball for being boring. Why the anger for something you don't care about? That's from Scooter. Hat in hat. Well, I wouldn't say I haven't watched one in three years. I've, I, I go to about four or five games a year, and we'll peer in periodically. But for the most part, he is correct. It's not avid watching. Yeah. But you can gauge player. I mean, you don't have to see him every single game to kind of gauge what a player is. You can listen to sport and talk radio. You can look at box scores. You can look at highlights. You know, there's a lot of things you can judge. So I, I agree I don't watch a lot of the game. But you can still judge talent and judge the front office without watching 162 games. In my opinion. That's just me. If I'm wrong, yeah, there's not really many people kill me. Watch, I'm cool with that. Not many people watch 162. You'd almost have to be with the, with the club. Well, even then, I, I'm talking I don't even come close to that. So yeah. I probably shouldn't have said that number because that means, you know, oh, I'll only watch 100. That's not So how many true. games do you watch? 10 or so? I would say 10 to 15 live and on TV total. Which is a very low number. Well, but I got rid of it. <clears throat> I just, I just stopped. I don't know what it is. Maybe it just I was interested in other things. I don't know. Baseball, football did that too. I don't. I love college football, but the NFL, I'm kind of, eh. If I watch it, I watch it. If I don't, I don't. Which ten years ago, I couldn't imagine me saying that. No, I was just in the same boat there at the NFL. So maybe it isn't baseball. Maybe it's just me. Look, if I was a co-host of a sports show. You are. <laughs> no, I mean a sports show that talks sports for three hours. I would watch baseball because I'd have to. 
for this show, if we just dissect a game, now there's little nuances I may miss by not watching a game. You know, oh, he probably should have pitched out there. He probably should have walked him and, you know, intentionally or whatever, things like that. But just looking at a box score, reading some articles, and watching the highlights, you can pretty much know exactly what happened. You don't have to sit there and watch a baseball game. But I would also agree that you probably shouldn't take my takes as serious since I only do watch 15 games out of 162. But some of your takes are so hot. Thank you, Doug. I really I needed that today. Okay. I've seen two games. One was on ESPN, I believe. <laughs> I have Fox. to watch more than that to really get a feel for what's going on. And one is when we, we went to TMA Day at the ballpark, and the other one whenever the game was on ESPN or two, Fox, whatever it was. Right. Two, the only two games I've one. seen. But reading a box score you, isn't quite the same as watching the games. I can get as much out of it. Well, maybe you can. Most people would get a lot more by watching the game. Again, I don't need to. Because just a box score alone will tell you everything that happened? You and Doug, you and Tim and you will break down the game. <laughs> Tim and you. You, Tim and you. Wow. You and Tim will break down the game. Right. Me and Plows, you'll jump in with a hot take here or there, but you know, I don't need to watch the game. Well, then how are you going to go on the Springfield station and tell them what's happening up here? Let's make stuff up. They won't know. Nice. No, they'll probably talk Is about the trade deadline. Journalism. We've been talking about the trade deadline enough that if they talk about the trade deadline, I can I know what I'm going to say. It's not that difficult. Well, what will you say? Yeah, who are you putting on the block there, boy? Everybody but Walker, Arenado, and Goldschmidt. Love it. I can't I can't disagree with that. What about Gorman? Man, he. Oh, I, I do think love for the him. right price, I wouldn't, but for the right price. I think he is. I mean, he only played. He, he only played. He won't hit him against lefties, and then he hit a home run the other night against the lefty, didn't he? I mean, if you don't buy for a game for Stephanelis, you're neither diehard cut nor fan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there is a fan. I mean, I can't see a guy being untouchable when he only plays against right-handed pitching. Well, see, he doesn't watch games, and guy, he knew that. That's again. This is a guy who might you hit you 35 or as many as 40 home runs sometime in the near future. He's on a pace this year to hit. How many? I agree with you. We play every day. Okay. We just trade already. I'm so sick and tired of waiting till like the last hour. These guys the are going to get an earful in Springfield. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait. The stats tell you what happened in the game are all you need to tell you what happened. Wow, that's from sex. I think that guy needs to. <laughs> yeah, we to need type. to work on like watching games more, and he needs to work on just. Pronunciation, proper English. Palsy, what is that horrible-looking thing you're about to oh, wow. put in your mouth? Doug, it looks like a dildo. Oh, what it is It kind of looks that? like sushi, but it's actually... Oh, yeah, you know what? It does look like sushi. Say, it we, does. We have another story about that, but this is a strawberry cheesecake um, Little Debbie. Little I think Debbie? it may be Little Debbie. I don't know what the eggs actually... Yeah, just a little strawberry cheesecake, huh. shortcake. You have almost something different every day. You like to mix it up, don't you? Yeah, we do mix it up. You know, Madison's like my caregiver, my parent. So she asked me what five-year-old snacks I want when I'm yeah. watching or, you know, playing video games. Typically what every mid-30-year-old relationship, like, that's the dream. You sit there and play you video buy games snacks and she goes and gets you snacks. Not fully like that, but, yeah, something close. And what games are you playing? Oh, I just Spider-Man and Tony oh, for Hawk. for heaven's <laughs> sakes. Did, they uh, make a new, did Twinkie come out with a new one with the uh, cream inside, like the cupcake? See, they have a couple. They have a chocolate one, too. I haven't tried that. I'm, a, I'm an OG. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to snack cakes. Twinkies are things you could put in your cupboard for 20 years, 30 years, and they're still oh, yeah. good. Yeah. 
which is scary, but also they're good. So. Do they still have the ding-dongs, Hostess ding-dongs? They have them all, Doug, but Do they, they are smaller and taste a little different from probably back in your day. It used to look like you were eating a hockey puck, but boy, <laughs> it was really good. Really good. The worst were those snowballs. Yeah, those are terrible. Coconut on the outside. Coconut and yeah. uh, some kind of cake in there. Yeah, I didn't care for that. I went and got sushi at a point that used to be at Taco John's uh, the other day. It was pretty good. But, like, have you seen this place? It's off a uh, Big Ben there in Maplewood. It's called Yummy Tummy. No. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But it was used to be a Taco John's. And so, like, the building looks like it's closed. It's, like, pretty decrepit. But if you go on the back, oh, it just amazed me. Because I'm kind of concerned how it was going to be. But there were, it was full of people. Sushi. Yummy Tummy. Isn't that a fun name for it, too? Yeah, it's, it's like sushi. Nice. It's, they had... Subs as well, which I thought was a little weird. Yeah. But Maple is a nice little city now. It's great. It used to be a dump back when I was growing Maplewood up. Maplewood is nice. We didn't really like Maplewood. Uh, You're Brent, our tribal, wasn't it? Brent Woody and Jim. But I mean, you had White Castle, and then that's about it. You go down that stretch where they had Dreamland shoes, and there was a jeweler store, but there's no restaurants there. Now it's kind of a nice little neighborhood. Yeah. That was the area where we fr- I first started in radio. I got that considered Webster, but further back, it considered Maplewood. That was the first McDonald's I've ever seen close. Remember, it used to be by that family video by Marshalls and that Deer Valley. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's still a lot. There's nothing there. Yeah. The first McDonald's I've ever seen actually lose business and close. Maplewood does have the coolest bowling alley in town. What is that, Saratoga? Saratoga. That's been there forever. It's upstairs. It looks like you you walked back into the 1920s or something. A lot of the Blues used to hang out there after games for some reason. they just yeah. go to the Saratoga Bar and sit up there. Huh. I guess because there weren't a lot of people there. but Yeah, that's very cool. If you've never been there, that's worth a, a night going there. Yeah, Dan Marshall had a great idea when we were at the man. He was going to have a beat Iggy day at Saratoga. Come out and bowl a game against Iggy. And if you win, we'll give you a prize. What sort of prizes? Nobody showed up. Oh, you were ready to bowl? Had the bowling glove I on didn't and everything? I didn't I said, nobody's going to come. Why? Because nobody's listening. Oh. The woman station was <laughs> just something that hit me like a bolt of lightning. But you did show up ready to bowl? Well, I had to. I worked there. And not I one know. person came? Uh, one person did, but they didn't bowl. They just came <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, that was a disappointing promotion. Yeah, he just sat there and talked to Jimmy all day. One of his many... Swing and miss opportunities <laughs> in that business. I mean, it's embarrassing. It worked better when you sold cars. Because you sold the hell out of those Acuras. Well, when you have a great dealership like Mungan has, they yeah. sell themselves. They're mm. great cars, and you got great salespeople there. No, I agree. Sure. I didn't really sell them. I got the people in there. They knocked them down. You got the people into the tent. I got them in there, then they knocked them out. Oh. He lured them in with the glossies. It was a fun day. Unlike bowling with Ken at Saratoga. Bowling with Ken that at Saratoga. That did not go well. Did not, did not play as <laughs> well. Uh, I just got a text uh, during the program from Taylor Twellman who said, Are you calling me today? If so, it has to be at the top of the hour as I'm with Messi at 10.20 a.m. Central. Doug, what's he doing with Messi? Is he interviewing Messi? I could guess so. How about that? Huh. Maybe you can just prop the phone up and we can take a listen yeah. in. I'm How is Messi's English? Does he speak good English? Strong to quite strong. Mm-hmm. I don't think he speaks much English. Maybe I guess it, I would probably depend on the crowd and the scene and the reporter. Like, kind of how... Just say, can we call you at 1020 and we can just listen to your yeah, interview? Yeah, you can just cuck us. 
Oh. We'll just listen in. Uh, so maybe we'll have Taylor at the beginning of Balloon Party uh, today because he is interviewing Messi. That is uh, pretty strong. Uh, text into the program. Engineer Design Facility sponsor the text inbox. Moving forward is the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. 314-881-TMA5 is how you can text into the EDF Group text inbox, and you can email in the morning after at insidestl.com for our design, air, heating, and cooling. Email the day. Buck Swope in the lead for the month as we head down the stretch. Brian Henschen with three emails, one back of Buck Swope. Do I go through KG and O-Town? Is tied with Kevin Miller with two wins and Tiger Terry and JV Golf Coach each with one. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. And Doug Sweet, Mother of Mercy, if your air conditioning goes out this week, oh, I would describe boy. you as doomed because yeah. we have highs uh, in the high 90s every Jeez, day between now and Saturday, including days with 101 degrees on Thursday and Friday. Every high is in the 90s between now and next Thursday, according to the Apple forecast. Designairservice.com is where you go, and you work with Seth Goldcamp. Doug and I are clients, and we love working with Design Air Heating and Cooling. If you have an air conditioning issue, go to Designairservice.com and work with the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, Design Air Heating and Cooling. Go to Designairservice.com. Click on the Book Now tab. They pride themselves on not upselling. They tend to the problem, and that is that. Seth is fourth generation of design, air, heating, and cooling, and he carries on the legacy set by his great-grandfather, his grandfather, and his father. It's a family business. It's a business that's been with TMA now for seven or eight years. It's design, air, heating, and cooling, official HVAC provider, TMA, and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, sponsor of our email today, design, air, heating, and cooling online at designairservice.com. For those of you monitoring the trade deadline, Ken Rosenthal writing on theathletic.com, Lance Lynn most likely to be moved along with any other White Sox who would like to get out of the south side of Chicago, and he would say that's just about everybody. He says White Sox right-hander Lance Lynn on the surface does not appear to be an attractive trade candidate. Uh, he leads the majors with 28 home runs allowed. His 6.18 ERA is tied for the league's second highest, and his contract gives him the right to block deals to 10 teams, potentially complicating discussions. One of those 10 teams on his no-trade list, your St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> uh, Doug, uh, so I don't know how much he wants to return to the no, Cardinals. No, you wouldn't think he'd be a real attractive piece for the Cardinals right now. <laughs> but he is under control for next year, theoretically, and uh, Ken Rosenthal said the following, players often use no-trade protection as leverage, and Lynn, in theory, could require a team on the list to exercise his $18.5 million club option for next season. Few clubs, if any, would do that for a struggling 36-year-old pitcher. The more likely scenario, if the White Sox reached agreement with the team Lynn would rather not play for next season, is that he would ask the team to decline the option, ensuring he becomes a free agent. So then that wouldn't make much sense for the Cardinals to trade for somebody when they're out of it, and uh, and then he would be a free agent in two months. He doesn't make sense in any way, shape, or form for the Cardinals. He was a good pitcher when he was here. He's over the hill. He's 36. He's one of the worst starting pitchers in the game right now, and he makes a ton of money. Why in the world would you want Lance Lynn? That's usually what we go after, don't we? Well, 
You know, if, if they were very much in the race and they felt like they needed one veteran to maybe take a start here or there, I maybe you take a shot. But if you're kind of halfway into rebuilding mode, the other half thinking you got a shot for next year and the year after, he's not the guy you'd want. Dude, if we're trading for Lance Lynn, I'm laughing my ass off <laughs> all the way home, dude. If that's the type of trade pieces that we're going after, I'm loving every <laughs> minute, s- every second of this trade deal. I hope that's the first one that drops. It would make zero sense. And then sense. they wait four days to do something else. Like, they think he's going to be a better pitcher now that he's 37. He'll be better than he was when he was 36. Doug, I don't want Lanthlin on this team, and I love Lanthlin. He wouldn't do anything. But the fact that that would be really funny to see the reactions. Yeah. He strikes out a lot of people. Didn't well, he start off the season just not enough. terribly? If he's got an ERA over 6-8, he's not striking out enough people. <laughs> I bet he's right up there in the league league. Well, he may be. <laughs> I don't watch baseball, but... But he's also given up the most home runs. Yeah, maybe you put him in the bullpen. <laughs> he's not an answer for the Cardinals. I'm not, talking not about, what they should be I'm looking not talking for. about the Cardinals. I'm talking about any team. If they go out and get Lance Lynn, I, then I really will raise the white flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really do not have a clue what they're doing. Yeah, they probably. You see if they gave up like Edmund and Dylan Carlson for Lynn. I think they're going to, in return, we're going to get players you never heard of. I and agree. we're not going to know anything about them. But I, I suspect that the Cardinal Analytics people will have gone over these guys thoroughly, thoroughly vetted them, and know this is the guy that profiles to be the kind of starter that we're going to want in the next year or two. Even though we may not know who they are, we won't recognize the names, they could still be pretty good pitchers. They did great with that Libertor trade. <clears throat> okay, Plowsy. That guy's looking like a middle reliever. Oh, <laughs> Very <laughs> solid pickup. He's looking like a minor leaguer. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're terrible at that. They're, they're so Uh-oh. bad. The front office is so bad. Okay, this guy was rated. This was rated one of the top pitchers in all minor leagues when they acquired him. And look at what the Cardinals do to players. They ruin careers. They absolutely <laughs> like Goldschmidt and Arenado, thankfully for them, were already proven players. Oh, and yeah. if they came up through our farm system, they'd be a quarter of the player what they are. Where are Fermin and, and Mater ranked in the Cardinal organization? Those are the last two guys they brought up to replace Edmund. Where do they rank? I, I don't have rankings in front of me. You're almost like seat for me, fillers. Was seven in years in the shows. Cleveland organization, and he couldn't. He barely made it to AAA last year. Yeah, I think That's they the probably the Cardinals pick up. He's like 130th prospect in Cleveland's organization. Yeah, they've probably been around so long that they're not, they're not even counted. No, but that's what we brought up. That's what we got to replace when somebody gets injured. Those two. But the Cardinals talk to the media and the fans as if like. This 40-man roster is like almost like a jigsaw puzzle on steroids. Like, oh, we, well, he's not on the 40-man. I mean, we can't possibly make room on the 40-man roster. It's like every other team managing to find a way to get their prospects in there, showcase what their abilities are. The Cardinals like, whoa, whoa. basic math says Tyler Motter has to be in there because he's on the 40-man. It'd be hard to move. We, we just really make it hard for ourselves to just want a good roster. We keep Mason. Mason Wayne will play the entire AAA next year. He won't see a lick of Major League Baseball until next he's like 24, year, you know probably. Yeah, because we have a log jam. Yeah, I know they want him to play every day. But if you know if you know Edmund's going to be out for a while, bring up Wynn. Stick him at shortstop. Let him play for 10 straight days. What does it hurt? You're not going anywhere. This clock. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm getting so tired of that. <laughs> I mean, you asked the question. <laughs> I had two I know, words for your answer. I know. I thought maybe I thought maybe they were past that these days. And for now, they're probably trying to trade DeYoung, so they want him out there hitting another home run or two, probably. 
Yeah. That's what we all need to well, wait for I'm... another De Young home run. <laughs> Jesus. Just saying, I, I think he's a guy that could also get traded. Yeah, but he is any... just that. He's just a guy. Yeah. We got a bunch of guys on our team. You know, where are my oven mitts? You know, you've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Getting awfully hot. I, I like, watching, I like watching you put them on. Here. Like when you get one on, it's hard to get the other one. <laughs> I just noticed all three of us are wearing blue. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. I don't know what kind of blue this is, but. That's kind of teal that you have, isn't it? Yeah, That's kind of a blue. light green. That kind of blue. Hmm. Me and Tim both have like white hats on. He's, like got an hats. he's got an Ascension shirt. I got an Ascension yeah. hat. Ascension yeah. sponsor of our golf talk here on the program. Who won the Mungan's Daily Fantasy Sports oh, Show? Oh, Oh, is that right? My team was terrible. We all thought it was so great. Oh, wow, you got great. And then it's, oh, you idiot. You got a horrible team. Yeah, that's how I random it is. I your team was great. I suck because I had the winner and still didn't cash. Two missed cuts by Dustin Johnson. And um, who else missed the cut by one? Another idiot, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Shane Lowry. Two major winners. Missed cut. Okay. Idiots. <laughs> I just feel bad for the children. I don't care well, about your team. At least I'm making money for him this year. You're doing nothing. I don't think you've made any money. Well, for I'm like eight, eight or nine up on you, so. You haven't made enough money for the children, and you get to research these. And players. that's why I'm beating you. Badly. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, have fun this week. There's another great field. Doug 3M in uh, Minneapolis. We'll head on up and we'll watch it. Justin Take Thomas it. is late, late edition. He's got to try and make the FedEx Cup playoffs in the Ryder Cup. Well, he's going to miss a cut, right? Like, if he's hurt, I don't know why he's doing it. I don't think he's hurt. You notice he hasn't played well since he got married. I didn't notice that, no? I wasn't invited to the wedding. Oh, the females out there listening. Uh, Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack has support. Uh, go off, Pips. You guys are saying everything we were all thinking. Stay strong with your takes. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack. Hmm. Not his wife, Doug. No, but, but him. But Scott. Right. I think his text got better since he got married, right? Scott's probably been married for like a oh, decade. Yeah, they got nine kids. He's been married for a while. Nine kids? Oh, yeah. He's got to be a happy guy. Oh, he they're blessed. Yeah. They have their own peninsula. I was kidding about nine. I think he's got five, I think. Yeah, five. I In think the five or six going. range, I would agree. Tim, I'm surprised by your new sponsor, Circa. That is a legit destination. I was in Las Vegas for March Madness to watch Mizzou, Sup Jackson, and I was flat-out amazed at how the entire casino revolves around the sportsbook, a rarity for Las Vegas. Circus Sportsbook is massive. I've never seen anything like it. It's a sports gambler's paradise. It's from the 573. Why are you surprised that they're on this show? Um, yeah, I can I can vouch for that sportsbook. It is huge, and, and this 573 is right. That At least the places I'm thinking of, the sportsbooks, I mean, they're big, but this is, it's not, it's like a, stadium seating sports book and then the pool is a sports book as well it's a place uh that you're not going to have like uh the pool scene you know from orange county it's going to be a uh, a sports gambler's paradise as this person states and that contest so i got in the uh pick five is that what it's called jackson the pick five uh the circa millions yeah. circa millions that's what i got in yeah when I was there, I was meeting with the gentleman who, uh, one of the two people who handled the advertising buy while I was out there. And I'm like, yeah, my buddy, the wizard, did this thing. And I'm like, I'll give this a run, Doug. I'll give this a run where you're picking five against the spread each week. So we'll see how I fare. All right. Yeah. How about that? Uh, Jackson, are you going to do one of the contests? 
the the entry for me might be a little much, but for others, you know, if someone wants to like go 50-50 on it, maybe. Oh wow, halvesies. Huh. Oh, how he's yeah. But someone's got to go out there to sign up. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, that's people go to Vegas all the time. I feel I like Labor Day go. weekend is like a big yeah. weekend. Don't you, know, you want to like do it overnight? That'd be season. too late because the season would have started. I don't right. think the NFL season starts before the Labor Day week. College football does. Yeah, I think. NFL. I know South Dakota comes a calling before Labor oh, Day. Oh yeah, weekend. the Coyotes. Not the Coyotes, right? South Dakota Coyotes. No, isn't it the Jackrabbits or is that South Dakota State? Uh, September seventh is the first game in the NFL season. I think it's the and South Dakota that? Coyotes. Uh, Lions and Chiefs. Oh, that's a kind of a Jim Dandy. Yeah. Doug, you already taking the over? <laughs> no. What is the over going to be, 55 and a half? I was going to say 54 and a half. Ooh. I'd take over in a second. Now, Tim, when you go to Vegas, it's usually to go to the pool scene, isn't it? To Absolutely. Give, to give the ladies a front row seat to the gun show? Yeah, uh, and also hydrate? key bumps. Go to hydrate? Well, you I can beg find, your pardon? <laughs> you can find key you bumps. You ever been to hydrate? What? What are you saying? What's hydrate? hydrate. What about hydrate? It's a pool. <laughs> hydrate. Oh, okay. I didn't why, know that. Why does it sound like a... But you're telling me it gets some I water in my system. I honestly have never heard that. I said hydrate. Okay, but we don't know <laughs> what, what is that, that is. What, which hotel is it? I don't know. So just you're just going to throw out the name of a pool. I, I know it's a pool where all the girls go and get topless. <laughs> I honestly am not familiar with it. And I'm looking at a... Hydra, the Hydra pool, hydrotherapy pool. Hydrate, he said. Hydrate pool, hangover haven. Everything comes with the hydration, like. Well, which hotel has it? Uh, MGM has liquid pool lounge. Liquid pool. I want all my pools There's to be no, liquid. I can't find. I always see as therapy pools, soak pools like that. Huh. Palm Casino. And now most of those pools, you got to pay to swim. Oh, yeah. You got to pay to get, to get a spot. The pool? To get a spot. When we were out there on, uh, it was a Memorial Day weekend, all my wife wanted to do was hang out by the pool. And uh, we're like, oh, look at all these chairs available. I mean, it was relatively early for that operation, like 1030 or something. And like, oh, you can get them. You just need to pay $100 to, oh. <laughs> to get the chair. I'm just like, oh, well, what would a cabana be? And I think it was 1200 I don't remember. Oh. That's almost crazy. Otherwise, you can't sit down. You can still use the pool, but you can't then sit. Then you got to sit with the, uh, the what do you call them, proletariats? Is that what no, you call them? You call the them great the great unwashed. <laughs> Where do they sit? On the edge of the pool? <laughs> There's chairs, but then you're just lumped in, like, you know, with, again, as you call them, the proletariats. And everyone looks at you like you're the, one of the poor. That's correct. <laughs> he has no clue. Hydrate is a company that throws a party hosted at pools. It's a whole thing. That's from the 314. Oh. I've honestly never heard it. I've heard of Wet Republic. There was rehab at the Hard Rock back in the day. When Maybe the I'm thinking Rock of rehab instead yeah. of hydrate. Well, that's been a while. Now, Hard Rock is reopening at the Mirage. Are they? Yeah. That's going to be the Hard Rock. I don't know why they closed. It's such a nice hotel. I mean, I think they got ahead of themselves with an expansion that took away from the charm of being kind of a small, off-the-strip place to hang out. We had some ponies there. Holy crap. I still have some of those pictures in there uh, in my phone. Doug uh, Lass is uh, essentially getting close to tossing each other's salad in our, oh! our cabana. And that's where Andy Dick uh, approached us and uh. saw my friend Lucas and ran his finger down his boy cleavage and uh. said, ooh, you're a tall one. It's also <laughs> the where, where producer Joe woke up and Andy Dick was in his room. Yeah. 2008. So, I mean, it's been 15 years. That was at Hard Rock. Yes. I remember I go out to smoke during the AVNs and that pool, because it was closed that time of year, it was January. But if I remember, the pool was like a 
part of it is like a lagoon. A lagoon. <laughs> it goes around. It's just an area where it's got like three palm trees coming out of it, and it's back in the back, and then it goes into the big pool. So if you want a little privacy, you just can go into the back of the pool and. How much um, privacy can you get at a pool in the Las well, Vegas Well, compared hotel? to the compared to the big pool where everybody's crowded around each other, back then it was a little area where you know looked a little shady with some palm trees and the shady lady the pool was a little yeah. smaller. And, <laughs> but he had a lot of nice memorabilia in there. Annie Haslam, who I talked to, had a nice conversation with Annie the other day, lead singer of Renaissance. <laughs> Uh, one of her one of her nice dresses. Lady and her husband come up and ask me to join him in the pool. Yeah, she's, nice conversation. She's actually agreed to do a painting for the uh, Gobble Bowl. She's also an artist now, but she always wore these long flowing dresses on stage. Oh sure. And she, she did. gave one to the Hard Rock, and it was displayed at the Hard Rock. Okay. So I'm just curious what they did with all that, because I mean they had guitars, Freddie Mercury's outfit from one of his Queen concerts. They had all that stuff there. What a t-shirt and blue jeans. Is that what no, you wore? Like Wife beater? White jumpsuit. Uh, Stephen Wildwood is not happy. Shut the F up. You have not oh. been to Las Vegas since Sinatra was alive. That's oh. for Stephen Wildwood. Oh, that got him. <laughs> <laughs> that got a deep sigh. Very nearly crestfallen. Uh, Harrison's brother, Master, says it's called Rehydrate, and it goes on at the Lake of the Ozarks, you fool. Oh, I doubt the Ozarks has a pool called Rehydrate. <clears throat> oh, I bet you I can see it now. I'm looking at it now. It's like a takeoff of rehab at Hard Rock, and this is at the lake? Iggy, did you go to Rehydrate? I, I don't know. I haven't been to the lake in a long time. I'm not sure I can enjoy myself if somebody wanted $100 for me to sit down on a lounge chair. No. We passed. Yeah, that's that's too much. I don't, I don't like paying for a cabana at the beach either. You see the chairs out there, Adirondack chairs, and as soon as you sit in there, somebody comes up and says, that'll be $25. I think Lisa Ann paid for one in Jamaica. It was like 100 bucks. She goes, here, we can just put our stuff here. I just bought, bought this. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Why? Just put our stuff on the side of the pool. Right. Guys, I'm pretty sure Hydrate is a cocoon-themed pool for the olds. <laughs> Wilford Brimley is always guest hosting out there. Yeah. It's a Barber Day. I think Don Amici was in that picture. <laughs> <He> was. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. not there. I don't know. I just remember oh. the name of it. Texture is correct. Rehydrate is the name of a party, not the name of a pool or a location. That's from the 314. Well, I wasn't thinking of rehydrate. You said it was called hydrate. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of rehydrate. I said hydrate. I wasn't thinking of a party. So is there a pool at any... I am tired. <laughs> is there a pool at any of the casinos where if you stay there, you can just walk down there and sit down somewhere and enjoy the pool? Or does it always... Cost you a lot of money just to sit. It probably depends on which hotel you're staying at. Yeah, I'm sure the, the ones that nobody's going to, like Caesars and places like that. Oh, well, Caesars takes a hit, Doug. Oh, yeah. Nobody goes about. to Caesars. You could have picked 18 different ones that are worse than Caesars. <laughs> there are certain pools that it. all the people want to go to. And then there's, like, I'm sure the Wynn Hotel and things like that. There's not people paying to get a chair there. Well, where would you go, Iggy, to show yourself off, I mean? <laughs> I'd go to that lagoon over there where Hard Rock. Oh, all right, with the palm fern. Well, that sounds all right. Palm fern, fern, firms, farves. I still don't know what I was trying to say that day. Quickly approaching 11 years of marriage. She keeps getting better with age, like a fine wine. Not like a Cletus summer hot day red wine, but like a true fine wine. 
I am on the downhill side, gray, balding, with a dad bod. May need some help in the future for keeping her happy. I'm banking on you, Tim and Plowsy. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack. Oh. Doug sounds like we're being called in from the bullpen <laughs> to does. serve as his wife. And well, Plowsy. I'm a, I'm a middle reliever. Are you really? Give us innings. You could go two or three innings if you had to, if it's, if it's game's lopsided. I'm never involved in that conversation. No? How does that make you feel? <laughs> You're left, more of our GM. You left out. <laughs> the one guy on the the one guy on the show that has swung, and I'm not I'm not involved. Well, I've been in orgies. Does you're, that count? You're 30 years yeah, older. Hey, Doug, I have two. Then uh, somebody just sent in a screenshot of shady gators, and it's called the rehydrate party. Uh, shady, total package is shady gators. Yeah, I'm seeing the same thing. Is that new? What? It's in the Ozarks. <laughs> That's right. Oh, we don't know. No, it's was not what I'm talking about. Was that a highlight of last year's report? Or Shady Gators. <laughs> but there is nothing called Hydrate in Vegas. Well, then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you I wasn't thinking Shady Gators. <laughs> imagine what that pool looks like. Oh, I can imagine Turnt. what it looks like at night. Oh. Jenny, need a couple more towels down here. <laughs> a couple more towels for these fine folks. Why, why do the people at the lake sound like they're in the Confederacy? <laughs> I think he's accurate. Have you worked with Bree Mills? Because she is uh, she's doing some things in the industry now that have never been done before, and a lot of the girls seem to want to go work with Bree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. It's so great that that's the natural length of that pod. There's nothing added to that. I don't think she was even listening. She 100% wasn't. Or she wasn't interested in working with Bree Mills. Huh? I think she didn't listen. I don't think she was uninterested. What in could Brie anyone Mills. do in the industry that hasn't been done before? Maybe I shouldn't even ask that yeah, question. I wouldn't ask. Well, maybe you should go watch her movies. Doug, go watch some Keisha Gray I'm films. I'm not today. going to. Oh, God. Uh, Larry Nichols on hold to talk about oh. Bree Mills. Oh. Good morning, Larry. How are you? i got to go out and do the Springfield thing. Okay, guys. How you guys doing? Yeah, hello, Nixie. Hey. Talking. How you doing, Doug? Oh, I'm fine. You? I'm doing great. All right. Well, what happened on the presentation last evening? Besides another contract sign that went awry. Yeah, besides that. Well, the contract sign I we mentioned was for the World Heavyweight Championship match at SummerSlam a week from this Saturday. And the two people that were supposed to sign the contract were Seth Owens and Ben Balor. They, of course... Fimbao's buddies in the Judgment Day came out, and they beat him up. Sammy Zane came out to help, and he got beat up, too. Oh, no. No, 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 no. But not really beat up, just acted like it, right? No, really beat up. Yeah, sure. But anyway, this all stems from Summer Slam of 2016. Yeah, I don't know the years. Between... Seth Rollins and Finn Balor for, to become the inaugural Universal Champion. Okay. And Finn Balor won the match, but yet the next day on Raw, he had to relinquish the title due to injury. Okay. And all because of Seth Rollins that Finn Balor had this pent up anger for the past seven years. And he and Finn Balor was wanting to take the World Heavyweight Championship from Finn Balor for a retribution. Mm, I can see that. You know. And speaking about the Judgment Day, Dominic Mysterio, son of Hall of Famer Ray Mysterio, defended the NXT North American title last night against Sami Zayn 
before the contract signing. And no thanks to Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest. They they beat up Kevin Owens backstage, brought him out to distract Sami Zayn to help Dominic Mysterio win the match and retain his North American Championship. All right. Sounds like a busy night. Yeah, it does sound like a busy one. Larry, do you have the top five countries in the world available at your disposal? Yes, I do, Tim. Thanks for asking. Huh? Number five will be Mexico. Okay. Number four will be England. Number three will be Australia. Oh, that's nice. Number two, Canada. And number one. United States of America. Yes, <laughs> there it is, Doug. It's a nice yeah. win. Uh, Larry, God bless you, and God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. There he is. Uh, Larry thank Nickel you, with us here. If you're looking for a delicious barbecue treat, I'd like to recommend Chris Schaefer's Heavy Smoke at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit in St. Peter's. Heavy Smoke and Chris Schaefer, he competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions. Heavy Smoke is right off I-70 in St. Peter's at the Cave Springs exit on the Outer Road. Chris's meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party in your mouth you've ever experienced. Homemade sides, he's a barbecue genius, and he will cater your party. Go to Heavy Smoke BBQ. Dot com, or go out to the restaurant at I-70 in St. Peter's, I-70 in Cave Springs, exit in St. Peter's. It's Heavy Smoke Barbecue online at HeavySmokeBBQ.com. If you're having some people over, go to HeavySmokeBBQ.com and let them cater the festivities for you. It's Heavy Smoke with Chris Schaefer, world champion barbecue competitor, HeavySmokeBBQ.com. It is oh so delicious. Heavy Smoke bbq.com. Big St. Charles Motorsports is at that exact same exit, I-70, and the Cave Springs exit and online at bigstcharlesmotorsports.com. Disconnect from the daily grind with something far more powerful, the oceans and lakes around you. The Yamaha 2023 Wave Runner lineup offers everything, including the Built for Fun EX Series, the Race Ready GP Series with performance-enhancing technology and top-of-the-line FX Series. Chase a thrill or find an escape with Yamaha Wave Runners designed to bring you closer to everything you love about the water. Get your 2023 Yamaha Wave Runner at Big St. Charles Motorsports located on I-70 at Cave Springs in St. Charles, Missouri. It's Big St. Charles Motorsports. Dot com. It is 8.05 in St. Louis. We'll close out the Munganess St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour and come back with our 8 o'clock hour. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com and apply to be the TMA Listener of the Month. Brought to you by Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro by going to TMASTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.